0: It's the god of the shit, Nick fucking Gage. I want to give a shout out to my murder, that killed gang members around the world. I want to give a shout out to all my boys locked up in a cell, Eastern Block. And I want to give a shout out to my hate club, R.I.P. Nay Hatred, and R.I.P.
1: my brother, Justice Payne. And you're listening to the podcast called A Man and His Podcast. You better go listen to that shit or I'll put my ski mask on and hunt you down and force you to listen to that podcast. So go listen to it. A man and his podcast. MDK all motherfucking day. Free my boy 2-6.
0: In his podcast today, we have a very special guest, Josh Fuller, aka number one in the Jody hate club. I guess we could say
1: there's a lot of people that hate Jody, but sure,
0: sure. Let the people know who you are besides hating Jody. Uh, hating Jody.
1: Um, I think Candy Lee is very short. Um, I got curly hair, it's not a good hair day um my name is josh fuller um i'm a wrestler
0: we're probably not going to talk about a lot of wrestling just because cool i'm not a fan of wrestling as much anymore
1: it's okay me neither
0: i lost my phone. line right here uh so it's funny you said that about Candy at the beginning because when me and her recorded at the beginning, I said I told her I was like, Hey, when we start this, can you talk shit on Jody? And as mm-hmm. soon as he started, he goes, Hide everyone besides Jody and Josh Fuller. And I was like, Whoa, whoa, whoa. No oh, I room. saw it.
1: Oh, I saw it. You you made sure to send that to me. It offended I, me. So that's why I threw that in there. Just for her.
0: Just for her, yeah. It was it was out of pocket. I mean, it didn't make the final cut of the actual podcast, so it didn't.
1: It made sense. Twitter though.
0: I had to post it on Twitter. I had to post it on Twitter. I had to let the people know that she was hating on you for no reason.
1: It's 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 good you exposed her that way. It's probably better that way.
0: Is it because you're tall?
1: Yeah. No, it's it's one thousand percent like a giant envy thing. Um, I'm pretty big in person. Um. It's kind of intimidating, I guess. But
0: Have you seen Candy in person?
1: No, but I can assume she's pretty short. Like, I just kind of get that feeling. Um, okay. Yeah. She she revs it up.
0: I just recently found out that uh, she's not from America. I could have sworn she lived, like, near you, but I just found really? out... When I tried recording with her, I was like, hey, what time zone are you in? She's like, oh, I'm in Auckland, New Zealand. I was like, oh, so <laughs> fuck. I was like, this is New, New Zealand's
1: awesome like the day. worst, man. Like, New Zealand is completely the opposite time zone of whatever we're in. It's probably like, like 2 p.m. there right now. Yeah, I
0: think it's, yeah. Because when me and her recorded, it was like midnight for me. But it was like 4 p.m. for her. Or something like
1: that. It was weird. If, okay, okay. All bullshit aside, though, if Candy was here, she'd be, like, a way bigger deal. Like, she, she's already a huge deal, but, like, the second... I, I said this today, in and in, there's, like, a little wrestler group chat. I said the second that she gets to the stage, she's blowing the fuck up, and, like, she's going to be everywhere. I, oh, I believe she, it.
0: Oh, I 100% believe that, too. Uh, it, it's crazy, it's, though, like, so I, I don't like putting people in the category of like Twitter wrestlers
1: uh-huh.
0: but, be, but like I mean it it's a subgenre
1: different. there there's 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 Twitter wrestlers I mean I think people aren't just defined as Twitter wrestlers but it's a layer and I, I I think some people definitely accept that they are Twitter wrestlers to an extent
0: yeah because me, Jody and Connors were talking about it and they were like having their own little sub conversation in the middle of the podcast about like if they consider themselves Twitter wrestlers, and I think people consider Twitter wrestlers in the same category as, like, comedy wrestlers, but I consider a Twitter wrestler somebody that's, like, getting over from social media itself, like Jody did, like Connors has been doing.
1: But yeah. Well, it's like, I think now that the business is, like, evolving to the newer generation, as it does, it's, like, its own little world that you need to be good at, like, not everybody's great at it, but those that excel reap the benefits, you know?
0: No, definitely, definitely. Like, um, there's some wrestlers I see that, like, are almost never on Twitter, and I'm just, like, it's just so bizarre not to see a wrestler on Twitter anymore. Just yeah. Now it's 2021, and, like, Twitter's not just, like, for celebrities, like, people used to think it was, but now it's, like, that's the main outlet for people. It's a, it's a social network at the end of the day, like, because it's, you're networking.
1: And I think, I think to an extent, there are people that can transcend Twitter. Like, I'm not saying like Twitter is the end all be all, but like, especially on an independent level, it's such a boost. I don't see why you wouldn't use it. Like, it blows my mind the people that like, just use Facebook. Like, they're just Cause you're just marketing to local people. Like just for like your grandma's friend.
0: Exactly. I have a friend locally who only like tries to promote himself on Facebook. And he came into my work a few months ago and I was like, dude, you need to get on Twitter. And he's mm-hmm. like, Oh, I don't think I can get a much following on there. And I was like, dude, like no offense, but like I think you will do better on Twitter than you will. Yeah.
1: On Twitter. And Twitter is just fun. Like I don't like, so before wrestling, um, I don't know if you know, like, like the story of like me and Jody as friends or not. No, you
0: can go into that if you want.
1: Okay. So me and Jody, both before we became wrestlers, we were both on wrestling Twitter, like just as fans. And um, we were in two different group chats, but like the group chats are just kind of like made up of just like wrestling fans. But like we like the groups were always like friends with each other. Like we were from like the same circles, basically. And, like, now we're just kind of in this, like, one, like, mega big group. But, like, so, like, I've known Jody through Twitter. So, me and Jody, like, we know Twitter. Like, we've done Twitter and, like, forums and, like, all that stuff, like, ever since we were a wrestling fan. So, like, it's it's cool, like, becoming a wrestler and being able to use Twitter. And I feel like that's kind of what, like, helps us out is because we know how to not just sound like a – a regular stereotypical wrestler and like actually have fun with Twitter. Mm -hmm. That's what people want to see. I know you said you didn't want this to be a wrestling podcast. No,
0: no, no, you're good. (laughs) You're good. That's that's actually cool. So like you're seeing like what you were basically saying is you are you've seen what it was like to be a wrestling Twitter fan and now you know what it's like Mm -hmm. to be a Twitter wrestler in a way. In a yeah. Way. And
1: I, I think it also kind of makes you more endearing to like fans because people are like, hey, this is just like a common, likable guy. Like back in the day, like like people that were on top, like Dusty Rhodes or something, like the reason he was so over is because like he was relatable and like, you know, like every generation has its like relatable people. We're in the internet age. So like people that understand the internet and just come across as just another person, like people pick up on that
0: yeah no definitely I think the internet is a blessing yet also like a disaster when it comes Mm -hmm. to pro wrestling because like in the sense like you're saying you and Jody not only met each other and became like good friends and all that but then like there's also like the internet can also ruin wrestling when it comes to like spoilers I guess you could say like seeing like the dirt sheets I guess really Mm -hmm. it just ruins the the shock value because I remember being a little kid like The last event I can remember not knowing any spoilers for or hearing rumors for was, like, the 2010 Royal Rumble when, like, Kevin Nash and Booker T came out. Because I used to do, like, the Facebook groups where I would be on those and I would just, like, follow those. And I would see the rumors. But now that you you can't get away from it unless you literally turn off your phone.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think in a sense, though, it is kind of cool now, though, that, like if something slips through the cracks that doesn't get announced or whatever, like spoiled, it's like a way big deal. It's like, I, I feel like people on the internet are like, how, how did that get through them or through me or whatever? But yeah, I guess it does kind of suck.
0: Well, like when uh, Christian cage showed up in AEW or when Mark Henry, even that one was even. Mm, yeah. Mark was- Henry.
1: Perfect. Yeah.
0: Huge deal because I don't, don't think they even announced anything about how they were going to have a special announcement. It just middle of the mm. show, Tony Schiavone's in the ring and says it. Like, I remember literally being in my little brother's room watching it and like just marking out. Like, I hate using that term, but I was legitimately marking out for that. Mm. Or even Samoa Joe last night. I was in my living room watching NXT and I was doing the whole Joe, 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 and my dad's like, "What the fuck is wrong with you, dude?" <laughs> uh, so, do your parents? Do they watch wrestling at all?
1: No, uh, no, yeah, no, I, I got into wrestling cause, uh, there was a kid at school and like just the weird way my brain works. I thought that like, I, like I, I knew like social structures and stuff, like even as a kid and like, there's this kid in my class. And I was like, okay, he's, he's the coolest kid in the class. So if I'm friends with him, I could be friends with everyone. He liked wrestling. So I like pretended to like wrestling until like he called me out on all the like the lies I tell him and then I had to watch it but then I fell in love with it
0: okay I remember being in school well how old are you you're younger than me aren't you
1: probably I'm a, I'm a baby I'm a 21 years old
0: oh you're only a year younger than me so we're like in That's the same that. little generation mm-hmm. like wrestling was hard to watch like in school, because kids would just bully the shit out of me for it. Like for like, just because I watched Bro, maybe
1: you. I don't know. <laughs> like,
0: I I don't know why, but like I remember just constantly like my friends would come pick on me. And they'd be like, "Oh, you're gonna go watch wrestling tonight?" And I'd be like, "Fuck yeah, yeah!" When
1: when did this happen? Like, what what year? High
0: high school. So like high school. Twenty thirteen till twenty seventeen.
1: Okay, that, that makes more sense. Like, as a little kid, I think wrestling was kind of accepted. I, I don't know. I guess I didn't, in high school, talk about my love for wrestling as much. But, like, I don't know. I kind of just owned up to it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, so my senior year, I did backyard wrestling for a short stint. Unfortunately, yeah. I hated, hated that shit. Why? Um, it was just, well... <laughs> I mean, I know it wasn't professional, but I could not take a bump to save my life. Okay. So, like, I, I, I hated it, dude. Like, I would be, like, we went to this, my, my friend's backyard, and, like, he thinks it's the holy grail. But it was, it, what we had was wrestling mats and fucking car tires. The padded.
1: Bro, that's was, way better than what most people have. I had the fucking ground. Oh. But like, <laughs> but I didn't bump. I took, like, little baby shitty rolls.
0: Well, we, we would have, like, practice every Monday, and I was just, like,
1: <laughs> it was,
0: we, like, tried being so professional about it, and it was cool because, like, a couple of my friends actually, well, only one of them went pro, and he's, mm-hmm. like, bigger now in California, but, like, it just sucked because they would have me, my friend, he did training for, like, a month or two, and then he started training us, and then his trainer, who I'm not going to name because he's a piece of shit told him not to he's like oh okay. you can't train us you can't train them uh you're training them the stuff i taught you so then we started learning just like my one friend who was an amateur wrestler in high school and college started teaching us like the yeah. fucking shoot style of it. it it just became a sloppy mess and then our last our second to last event we had a fucking tlc match in this backyard and we had like we had like 80 people there and i remember my friend was like all right you're gonna be referee that's a
1: fucking that's a big turnout for a oh. fucking backyard show
0: so like what it was is we would we would li- or my friend lived like half a mile away from the high school or the middle school so we would like have people park at the middle school and we would literally like just drive back and forth driving people back and forth to the venue or to the backyard to the school but then, like, that event, my friend's like, all right, dude, you're doing triple duty. You're refing, you're ring announcing, and you're going to be the uh, commentator. And I remember I was like, oh, fuck, here we go. So then, like, I'm the cameraman also on the commentary table. And my two friends had a killer match. One of, Like, they had probably one of the coolest backyard spots ever. It was a bitter end into an RKO, which was, like, absolutely nuts. And I dropped the phone as he did it. So it's not on footage. And they give me, oh,
1: dude. fuck up. Dude, That's terrible.
0: Dude, I was so pissed at myself. But we had a uh, we had a pro wrestler there that I know, Sam Richardson, Adam Castor in the St. Louis area, and he was on Facebook Live recording it. And next thing you know, he was recording it, and like fucking Matt Sydal, ACH, Gary J, all sorts of wrestlers are like popping up in the live watching it, and, like we they got to all their heads. And I was like, and like all the wrestlers were shitting on it. They're like, "Oh, sandbag this, sandbag that." that. <laughs> but what I'm trying to get at is, at the end of the night, we had that TLC match, uh, and it was a disaster. My one friend did a uh, senton off the top of a ladder through a fucking wooden coffin we made, and that was gnarly. But like they fucked each other up on that. And then the finish was the heel pushes the two faces off the ladder. They folded the ring through a table, which I thought was a fucking shit idea because that's like that's fucking 2001 jeff hardy type shit like i don't think any backyarders should be doing that how did it
1: how did it end up
0: the two baby faces went to jump but the one got his foot stuck in the ladder and hit the ropes first and just completely boom right off the table and then the other one just hit the ropes and just fucking hit the ground like like uh
1: like outside the ring
0: yeah like remember at a couple at Old oh. home a couple years ago when the young bucks fell and one of them clipped the ropes and just yeah that happened to him only on the straight fucking <laughs> and here's the catch the does he have guy, brain damage no but seven months prior to this he got hit by a car and was told he would never walk again and everyone's like great we fucking killed it was a disaster all set up dude i'm telling it's Like, and if they all think it was, like, the greatest backyard thing ever. So, yeah, did he
1: have brain damage from the car accident? And then he was like, I need to to fall off this ladder onto the ground.
0: I I don't know, dude. It was the gnarliest spot ever. And I remember, like, because at this point in the night, I was just, I was like, fuck this. I'm not being part of the show. This is just too stressful for me. I'm stressing (laughs) out over a fucking backyard show. So I went and sat by my fucking family because they came out to watch it. Him, and when that dude hit the fucking ground, I ran over there, and I was like, "Holy fuck, Tim, are you okay?" And he's like, "I'm trying to sell, get away." And I was like, "Dude, you... <laughs> I'm like, fuck you, dude. You just fucking fell and hit the ground." Uh,
1: like he totally fuck like
0: him. fucking big league. You know, he's away. a
1: worker though. I I respect him.
0: He's uh, he's trying to get into the pro. Into like training and all that, but I don't know what he's waiting on because he's legitimately like he was one of the better ones in the backyard. Like, there, we had, like I said, we had a handful of people that were legitimately I hear good. That,
1: and I, like, and I've seen like little backyard clips and whatnot. Um, Atherin Amada, he he showed me a bunch of like his old backyard stuff and like, um, like Matt DeBoris and like Alex Zane, or, or, uh, I don't know what his. Ari Sterling or whatever. Yeah, Ari yeah.
0: Sterling. Yeah.
1: But like all those guys were all backyard guys, and like he showed me. And I was like, I did not know this world of backyard wrestling existed. They, they were so ahead of the game. Like they had the craziest fucking innovative moves. I'm like, it's it's insane.
0: Have you seen any of uh, Fred Yehai's? Yehai's. Uh, I haven't George?
1: seen. I've heard of him like doing it, but I I haven't seen anything.
0: Dude, he did some crazy shit too. They had a legit ring also. He did this one move where he did like a, uh, I don't know the correct term for it, where you do a front flip over the ropes, like how. Uh, yeah. Uh, he did that, but then he... his opponent caught him in a powerbomb position, but then he hurt Karana, his opponent, and it was so clean.
1: But, like, yeah.
0: It was nice, dude. Like, in like, Backyard can either be really shitty, like mine was, or really good. Like, they tried rebooting it, and they're like, so what we're going to do is uh our friend owns a vfw hall and we're not going to go to the backyard we're going to be in the vfw now and i was like dude like that's independent shit like we're gonna have to get licensed because in missouri it's uh mm. still um what's it called uh commissioned or whatever yeah like you still need license for everything and i was like i was like if we do this it's gonna we're gonna have to be very low-key about it or else does for yeah gonna no that yeah style.
1: that just that just not cheap either The wrestling commission is the biggest bullshit ever. I could rant about that fucking forever. But, like, it shouldn't be a thing. It's so made up and dumb.
0: I I think only, like, seven states total have it still. And and Missouri is one of them, unfortunately. Maryland is one of them.
1: Yeah, everything costs so much money. And then the wrestlers have to pay for licenses for each state that they wrestle in. And you have to renew it once a year for the exact same price. And it's just a whole freaking headache, man.
0: And I don't know if it's like that in Maryland, but here in Missouri, you have to have um, guardrails that are at least like 15 feet away from the ring. You can't bleed on the shelves unless you get permission. it's very weird. And then in like Illinois, up until until a handful of years ago, and in Illinois, it was commissioned. And like you couldn't do like over the top rope or else it's DQ. Like it's so weird. Like, they treat, like, and I'm glad people treat wrestling to that degree, but at the same time, come on, man. Like, it's just... Yeah, no, it's but it's, murder. like, made-up
1: stuff. Like, you can't do a pile driver, or you can't do, like, uh, a certain move that's just any other move. Well, yeah, and then, in like, in New, New York, like, for the longest time, I believe in New York there was, like, a, a no intergender law where, like, there there was this clip going around of there was a match, and the second that it started, it was between a man and a woman. And the second it started, Commission legit walks down and says, y'all can't do this, and ends the match before the match even happens. Yeah, That's it's nuts. fucking That's stupid. Like,
0: it's just, <laughs> like I, I don't get it, dude. Like, but we were trying to do the VFW hole, and it was going to be legit. It was going to be cool. Like, not legit, but it was going to be cool. Like, yeah. I'm not proud of it, but I cut a promo for it because I was going to be the uh, official ring announcer, or commentator, I mean. And I had, like, merch designs all planned out for it. Also, like, we were going to, like, for real, like, try to make money off of it, but then my one friend who's a wrestler, he's like, you guys, like, you guys can do this, but I'm afraid it's going to get shot down quickly. He's like, you guys aren't going to be able to promote it. Like, he's like, you guys will not be able to promote it. You're going to have to, like, be very speakeasy-type about it. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. I don't, like you said, I don't get it. It's made up shit. It's just random ass rules. It's
1: like made up rules for a made up thing. Like, that's what I don't understand about it. It's like, how can you like pick and choose what moves you do? Like, it's not like the fucking WWE. Like, it's independent show. And then also like these wrestling commissioner people, like, they weren't wrestlers they're not like they most of them don't even watch wrestling i'm sure like they just have a job like they're it's usually like wrestling boxing and mma commission all in one it's like that is very far off from what wrestling is but yeah yeah,
0: Uh, well we're on the topic of wrestling what what was your first like memory that made you be like oh i want to be a wrestler
1: um, I think okay. I'm gonna give you the generic podcast answer I usually give, but like the more that I thought about it, it's not really the truth. Um, but here's my like my fake like what I usually say on a podcast answer because it's like the first memory of wrestling where I was like, this is actually kind of cool. Uh, was Jeff Hardy winning? Because I just really like Jeff Hardy. He won the WWE title at Armageddon. Yeah. Um. Probably, like, when Daniel Bryan really started to get that run, like, as, like a, like, a heel guy. But, like, he was, like, way smaller than everyone else. But, like, they were just treating, like, even before, like, the underdog stuff. They were just kind of, like, treating him like any other wrestler. And then okay. he had the whole, like, underdog story. Because I was like, okay. And then, like, slowly, like, the business just changed into, like, smaller guys, taking over like the garganos and like just everybody now is like pretty small i mean i'm a giant but like like you know um yeah just seeing that smaller guys can do it i guess brian paved the way and then like cm punk doing the pipe bomb whatever because i was like oh that's really cool um yeah just i guess smaller dudes doing it
0: yeah, no, I get what you mean. The Daniel Bryan run—that was—I know it's when you're you're talking about when he like cashed in on Big Show, mm-hmm. right? When he first did the Yes chant. Yeah, it was, he was the with, Yes chant.
1: He, yeah, he's with AJ.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. It's cool that we're like the same generation because other people in here they'll be like, "Oh, well, when Bob Backlund did this, I'm like, oh fuck."
1: <laughs> Who the fuck are you interviewing that answers? I know damn well Jody's not answering fucking Bob Backlund.
0: I don't even think I asked Jody or Connors about wrestling. Like, I think they just kind of started talking about it, and then I ran, like, the middle of a wrestling conversation, I'd be like, all right, we're done doing this. How'd you lose your virginity? And then they would just <laughs> like, that's Bro, what the Throw me those is.
1: questions. Throw me those questions.
0: How'd you lose your fucking virginity? Everybody's
1: too... Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> this is um, going on
0: Twitter, too. This is the clip I'm putting on Twitter.
1: Uh, boring fucking relationship guy stuff. Uh <laughs> yep, same, same. Nothing spectacular. <laughs> Fuck it. I was 18 with my girlfriend. Super cool story.
0: Right moment, right time.
1: Yeah, I'm sure fucking jody's like, oh, it was fucking some super hot babe coming in at fucking some party and she just fucking eyed me down or
0: I forgot his honestly I that's one episode I have I usually listen back to these but that one was two and a half hours and you will never catch me fucking I don't know how it has 70 views because you won't catch me fucking watching that like I'm sorry like like, the fact that it has 70 views but whenever I asked that question Connors was like oh I didn't lose it till I was 20 and this exact quote was oh, fuck, Charlie listens to this. I was, like, 16 or 17. <laughs> <You> know, like... <laughs> and,
1: then...
0: and then I asked uh, the first kiss question. What was your first kiss? How did that happen?
1: Uh... <laughs> oh, God. I had fucking kissed this fucking dingy Southern Maryland girl who fucking... I had no business fucking kissing. I got scared that I was going to catch something. Um, Cause after, okay. So like she was this girl who was around here. She was like the sister of a fucking wrestler. And I was 17, but I never had my first kiss or anything. Like I barely even talked to girls at this point. And this girl was like, eyeing am me up. And then like, got my number from somebody and then texted me and then just like right off the bat I was like making moves on me I was like whoa girl wants me it's crazy and then I went over to her house which was like a little fucking shed trap house in her fucking parents backyard um like before anything at all could happen and i didn't know what i was doing anyway i didn't know how to fucking make a move um all these fucking dudes walk into this room <laughs> and they uh they put out a lot of fucking things that i i don't want to get into because i don't you know uh yeah, but yeah. but it was just like whoa what the fuck and i was like a <laughs> fucking little ass kid at that point like i was 17 but like legit, like, still never had my first kiss, never anything, and I, yeah, and then I fucking, uh, then I kissed her, like, at a training, like, a week or two after, and then my friends were, like, you know, like, she hooked up with, like, a lot of those dudes that were there and, like, gave me the facts about it, like, at the time that I, I I was, like, like, romanticizing everything, I was, like, oh, blah, blah, the boy is girl, I should have never fucking kissed her, she's had four kids in the past year Not, well that statistically doesn't
0: yeah mean, I was gonna say I don't scientifically in the past
1: in, she has had a lot of kids within the past few years since that's happened so it, it has to be like back to back back to back Yeah. but like she's like a like I don't know I mean good for her I hope she never listens to this um <laughs> <laughs> I know she just followed me on social media I think um but yeah, no, I shouldn't have kissed her.
0: My first kiss—I said this on the Jody's ep- Jody and Connor's episode. So how it worked is you remember the game trivia crack?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So me and my ex—we were dating for like four months, five months, something like that. It took us forever to you kiss. You never kissed her, bro. Listen, bro. So here's the first—bro, what's The, the fuck? first time we, dude. No, I'm like the most awkward, scared person <laughs> ever when it comes to girls. The first time we, like, kissed, I guess you could say, was she came over and we played the trick on her mom where she was like, oh, I'm staying over at Jake's sister's house. Jake's not home. And she stayed the night at my house. My mom, being fucking reckless, was like, okay, yeah, you can stay the night. And we ended up drinking fucking wine at 16. We were drinking wine like we were grown adults or something. And, like, we were laying in bed. And it was this stupidest thing ever she's like well your mom said i have to go sleep in your sister's room good night and i was like all right good night and i just like gave her a weird pet kiss on the lips and she just looked at me she goes did you just kiss me and i was like go to bed just just go to bed i don't like this we'll, we'll talk about this another did time did
1: you did you verbatim say go to bed or did you just no, God, was it God, just like more of like a get out of here oh it was, well, okay i can tell i can tell a funny, awkward story. My current girlfriend. Okay, so actually, the little, little quick tidbit. Last time I was on a wrestling podcast, I got a girlfriend out of it. <laughs> the girl, I've I've been dating her for ten months, and I did my buddy's podcast because he wanted to do a wrestling podcast, and like three people listened to it. She was one of them, and she messaged me, <laughs> and then and we've been dating since. Um, but so i hope that
0: i hope after this like some one of your friends is listening and they just messaged yeah. me like all right yeah
1: <laughs> hopefully exactly. you're just like a matchmaker dude it's like like a month afterwards i was like did i get a girlfriend off a fucking wrestling podcast <laughs> <laughs> like it's fucking yeah i don't i don't understand that um so i went on my first date with her and i thought things were going well i guess she didn't think things were going well but i thought they were and we pull up to the house and you know i get the vibe like she wants to kiss she wants the kiss so i leaned in for the kiss before I, i go inside and she just stops and goes did you ask i was like oh i fucked up and i got so awkward and so like Oh, but I didn't mean to violate your consent. And I didn't mean to blah, 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 This is a whole ordeal. And then I legit, this is what I did. I went, I looked at her. and I went, or I know, I, I was like, can I kiss you? And she was like, yeah. I go in for the kiss. And she like closes her mouth, like doesn't even kiss back. Just like a little peck. And then pulls away within like a second. I was like, I want to get out of here. And then I was like, okay. And then she was like, okay, well, bye, whatever. And then when I go to say bye, I go uh, like this. I don't know what the fuck it was. I was like, see see ya. I just kept going back and forth. And then I walked up out of the car and she hung the car and then I gave her, am I the, I'm on a fucking podcast. Why the fuck am I? In? None of that happened. I kissed her and she loved it and she was so into me. And that's why we're dating.
0: <laughs> that reminds me. So I'm a very like socially awkward person. And I've had two girlfriends. Both ended horribly. One of them was toxic. The other one cheated on me and got pregnant. Anyways.
1: Yes. Yeah. Whatever.
0: And I tried not. It's hard talking to girls because one, I don't drive. And I don't want to ask a girl on a date. And be like, Bro, bro. You gonna pick me I, up at my house?
1: My license on Monday. You just but had I, it. Uh, I did my last like driving kind today, of but my license test is on Monday.
0: Okay, okay. But
1: yeah, no, that's that's a struggle. That's a struggle. I know the struggle.
0: So this one chick that I've been like talking on and off to for like literally two years, me and her talk on and off, and then shit happens. One of the times was like she got scared because I was a great above her. I was like, okay, I get that, I guess. And then another time was, oh, well, I have a boyfriend now. I can't do this. And I was like, okay, that's odd. We were talking and you got a boyfriend, whatever. And then finally I like asked her one night. And it, also we did other stuff over the internet. That's disgusting. And yeah anyways, yeah, anyways, anyways, I asked her on a date finally, like, hey, do you want to go to the mall? Cause we're fucking 15 apparently, even though we're in our fucking twenties. I'm like, hey, do you want to go to the mall? And she's like, uh, she's like, yeah, sure, we can go to the mall. Worst date ever, dude. And I hope she, she probably isn't going to listen to this. But here's how it went. So she picked me up. Mind you, I was broke as a joke. I had no money to spend. So I was, like, collecting change <laughs> around my house. I had, like, these fucking cash bonds, whatever the fuck those are, that my grandma gave me. Like, you're
1: you're putting yourself on blast right now.
0: I don't care. It's okay. It, it's okay. Everyone knows my life story or <laughs> past year life story of me just dealing with money so like I'm like getting all this money together finally she picks me up from the gym because whatever reason I was at the gym she picks me up we go to the mall wait you went I, in
1: there straight from the gym and said this is gonna be a good day this is gonna be a I good did, day.
0: <laughs> no I didn't just get done working out no no I was there hanging out with my friends because that's what I used to do at the gym I used to just go there because I worked there for a year and a half okay okay it's different yeah no it's yeah so I worked there for a year and a half and I what's it called would go there on my off days and just kick it with my friends it was a Friday night we were slow she picks me up we go to the mall and she's like oh I have to go buy shoes my friend works at uh Journeys I was like all right cool yeah we can go get shoes or whatever she's like you're gonna help me pick out shoes and I was like I guess I have horrible fashion taste we get there and her friend was a dude that she was talking to at the time I guess and they just start, out, they like hardcore start flirting, bro. And I was like, oh my God. And I'm just sitting there and he's like, he's like, oh, your friend here is awkward. He doesn't know what to say right now. And I was like, no, sir, this is a date. Like, <laughs> so then I was like, I was like, you want to go buy a hoodie? And I was like, I'm going to go buy a hoodie. And we, I go and buy a fucking Tupac hoodie. And then we get in her car. And she's like, all right, I have to run by O'Reilly's Auto Parts. And I was like, oh, what a fucking date this is. Because I don't know shit about cars, dude.
1: Same, bro. <laughs> get to the my fucking, worst nightmare.
0: Dude, we get to O'Reilly's and she starts talking about cars to the worker for an hour. And I'm just sitting there and I'm just like, I'm going to fucking blow my brains out right now. This sucks. And then... This dude that works, she is like, hey, do you want to go to this car meet tonight? And she's like, oh, yeah, let me drop him off and then I'll meet you there. And I was like. She went like, there alone. Yeah, dude. And like I was hinting at her because she kept on bringing it up. And I was like, you know what? If I want to be her boyfriend. I have to learn how to deal with cars. And I kept on hinting at her. And I was like, I was like, oh, I'll go to the car meet with you. And she just kept on blowing it off. And I was like, whatever.
1: Oh, so then she's like,
0: she's bro. like, where am I? Where am I dropping you off? And I was like, um, just drop me off at my work at the gym. And she's like, okay. And she drives me off at the gym. And before I get out the car, I noticed she parked right next to my friend's car and he was inside the car and he was spying on us to see if we would do anything. And I was like, first of all, that's fucking weird. Stop that. Second of all, leave us alone. And I was like, all right, it was good hanging out with you. She's like, oh, I need to go in anyways. I need to talk to your lady friends. And I was like, okay she's never met them a day in her life we get in there and she starts asking them for wait
1: wait 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 on top of all of that she was like yeah now i need to go why did what was her purpose of talking to the lady friends are you going to get into that or is the get lady products okay
0: yeah yeah okay yeah no it's not like
1: she was was gonna be like so what's the deal with this guy? (laughs) (laughs)
0: so we get in there okay and she asks she couldn't get any none of them had them whatever so then like i'm walking her out the front door of the gym and i'm holding the door open for her i was like hey what are you doing next week do you want to go go-karting or something because she likes cars maybe she'll like go-karts maybe we can race or something i don't know and she goes oh yeah i'll let you know and i was like all right cool yeah just text me tonight or something she goes will do buddy (laughs) i say all right Uh, talk to you later <laughs> Dude, I should you not know, mind you. The whole gym's watching uh, like at this point. Everyone me. at everyone at the gym's just staring at me at the front door as I'm
1: in front of everybody. Dude, she
0: totally like just, and I was like, all right. And then the next day, she texted me and she's like, I need advice. And I was like, what? She's like, Do I go simple over this boy tonight or what? And I was like. All right, that's rebranding this here. I was like never mind.
1: Uh, it's, uh, that was like my
0: last that was my last and only real date. When
1: was this? She said the word simp, so it had to have been recent.
0: It was like October. Okay.
1: You need better judgment. This is this podcast is going to turn into me giving you relationship advice. <laughs>
0: At the end of every podcast, I ask people to give me advice, like just give any life advice. God damn it, I let it out. It's for them to give me advice when I'm telling them it's giving the viewers advice, whatever. I'm going to start just asking people. I'll be like, all right, so just any relationship advice for anybody that's socially awkward around girls? Not me, though, just anybody. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. But no, my luck with girls, I strike out every time. I'm sure you follow me on Twitter. I What's it called? Talk about girls every other day.
1: You have them gym crushes.
0: It's the same girl. And okay. I know but she does. Let me get into that. So, this is going to sound weird, bro. So, I work at the gym. I worked at the gym. And when they check in, you get their name. It says their name, their age, all of that. This one girl walked in, thought she was beautiful. She checked in. I seen her name, seen her age. I was like, Instagram. Looked her up on Instagram. Sounds weird sounds weird but everybody does it at this gym okay sounds everybody does it it's every gym anybody that works at a gym
1: bro gyms are horny fuck gyms are so horny like my gym specifically like the dudes in there all the time got their shirts off every single girl in that gym is being talked to by some guy like they fuck. There's sharks in there before we get into the gym Crush story, now that my gym
0: permanently banned me and told me if I show up, it's trespassing and I'll get a... Ar- what the fuck? Let me get into this. Fuck, man.
1: All, All right. First.
0: We're <laughs> going, why I got banned, exposing oh. them. Oh, it's popping off right now. Right. A week ago, a week and a half ago, me and my friend went to the gym after work. They had a giant whiteboard. I crossed out a line, just erased a line, Thought it'd be funny. Ha ha. Dry erase board let's erase something let's just write a line let's just draw a line in the dry erase board my friend may or may not have drew a giant penis wrote 69 and 420 i wake up and the ceo of the company because it's a local gym that has like 30 locations so it's a big deal now the ceo calls me he's like hey jacob i want to talk about your visit last night i'm a horrible friend i threw my friend under the bus i was like oh it wasn't me it was so and so he's like yeah but you're an accomplice and i was like an accomplice he's like if this was a this was a crime scene you'd be an accomplice and get charged too and my exact words were and i said an accomplice to what and he said vandalism and i said all due respect man but i don't know if you know what the point of a dry erase board is but it's you you can erase it like you can erase stuff on it man and he's like well why didn't you erase it and i said i was going to try to color it back in because we drew it out we didn't use a marker we drew it out you know and he's like he's like, why didn't you do that then? I was like, well, there was no markers. He's like, well, why didn't you move the whiteboard? And I said, well, because you guys would have yelled at me for touching your property. And then he goes, well, your, can- uh, your memberships cancel, you're revoked, don't show back up ever again. And I was like, all right, whatever, dude. And he tried giving me a big speech and my words at him, shut the fuck up, I don't care, and hung up because fuck him. My group chat of all my friends at work at the gym started texting me. They're like, oh, you're a piece of shit, fuck you. And I was like, I was like dude, Wait, all I did is dude. all I did is draw a line they're like no you're racist and I was like racist what the fuck where's this coming from so now I'm terrified that I'm about to get canceled for no reason and I'm like a racist what the fuck and she's like she's like we have uh we have a picture of the whiteboard this morning you wrote the n-word we have you on camera and my exact words were no the fuck I didn't I don't know what the fuck you're talking about and she's like we have proof we have proof we seen you drawing on the whiteboard so now I'm thinking I'm like did my friend fucking write it after I left or something like what the fuck a couple hours go by and my friend who works at the gym checked the cameras after me and my friend left another kid went up to the whiteboard and wrote it and instead uh, of uh, instead of checking the cameras fully uh, they seen me booting me and like Dude, I didn't even care about the membership, dude. I was more so terrified I was going to get fucking canceled. I was like, (laughs) dude, I was so scared. I was like, God damn it, dude. And like, because like my parents, they were like, we know you didn't do it. Did you? Did you though? And I was like, no, dude, I promise Uh I didn't. Like, because then I like the girl I was like Snapchatting at the time is mixed. And she hasn't talked to me since because she still thinks it was me. It, like, it caused a teen oh, reaction of things, dude. It was bad, like, for a solid 24 like a,
1: hours. Uh, like a Netflix show or, like, a fucking – that's funny.
0: Dude, that's... it's, like, looking back, it's hilarious. The whole situation's funny. But, like, in the moment, whenever there wasn't, like, proof that it wasn't me, it was terrifying. It was, like, <laughs> I, I was petrified, dude. I legit <laughs> thought I was about to get, like, canceled. I was, like, well, goddammit, I'm going to have to fucking cancel the podcast. I'm going to have to deactivate Twitter. Like, because I just, I don't like people thinking I'm a horrible person when I'm not. Yeah. But anyways, now that I'm banned from there, I'm allowed to say stuff without being scared. They'll cancel me. There's two employees there uh, that may or may not fuck every shift in the tanning beds, in every- hydro, in the massage chair beds, oh. in the break room,
1: everywhere. Bro. Oh,
0: air I'm not saying names, but <laughs> <laughs> there's a, there's a, Here's the kicker, though. They each have significant others that aren't each other.
1: Oh, uh, so che- uh, It's a whole
0: ordeal, dude. It's a whole ordeal.
1: What, okay, g- circling back to what I said. Gyms are horny as fuck. Yep. Gyms fucking horny.
0: My gym crush. I seen her, thought she was cute, blah, blah, blah. So I had her on Snapchat. She follows me back. And then I made a gym. inst—or Did I say TikTok? I meant to say Instagram. Uh, I, don't- I'm, I don't know. I made I have a second Instagram where it's just for lifting I followed her on that she followed me back and I was like "All right she's filling me out I guess I guess but here's the kicker I don't talk to her in person because I'm nervous and because me and her haven't interacted on Instagram yet so I slide in her dms and I was like hey just want to let you know I think you're very cute can I get your snapchat she goes oh yeah sure thank you sends me her snapchat Oh. And I was like, I was like, all right, cool. So then now I'm the talk of the gym because she's everybody's gym crush. Everybody's like, oh shit, Jake fucking secured the bag. And like, it's going on for a while to where I wouldn't talk to her because I would get nervous. I would find any excuse not to. I'd see her come in, I would leave. I see her walk by me, I would go to the other room. Like, it was oh, bad,
1: bro. Oh, oh, oh. You it need that gym motivation. That needs to be your, I'm going to push heavier. And then finally, I
0: like, went up to her after fucking destroying my arms dude like i'm a sweaty mess and i like went up to her as she's doing squats and i said what are you hitting today oh dude i was so pissed at myself I'm like what are you hitting today and she literally looks at me she goes i'm doing squats what do you think and i was like okay listen
1: <laughs> like that like that
0: <laughs> yeah and i just like stared at her and i was like i was like i was just wondering like are you hitting a certain part of your legs today because she's a bodybuilder bro she hits like she has like days dedicated to the hamstrings and shit it's weird and then mean her talked on it like not talked but like mean her talk every day
1: hamstring day i've never heard that in my life
0: she hits she has days where she hits specifically quads and calves and then another day of the week where she hits specifically glutes and hamstrings okay it's weird i i do leg day and that's it i don't section it out but like me and her like talk consistently or whatever and then I asked her out on a couple of dates and she kept on saying no and I was like all right cool I guess I'm just like gym bro zone and then like last week I made a joke to her I sent her the wrong snap like I sent it to her instead of somebody else on accident and it wasn't anything bad it was just like part of a conversation yeah he's like who was that meant for and I was like oh sorry I'm mixing up my hose or something joking around with her and she's like, she's like, I just want to let you know right now me and you are just friends and nothing else. And I was like, hmm.
1: So uh, like,
0: and like that crushed me. I was like, damn, all right, all right. I see you. But like she still talks to me. Like that was like a week ago. She still talks to me daily. Like she'll, she she uh, snapchatted me like four days ago and she's like, oh, I miss you. I wish you were at the gym right now so you could spot me on bench. And I was like, just have somebody else spot you. It's not that hard, like,
1: bro. Oh, you got him. The next gym crush, man.
0: The, uh, the gym I'm at now, dude. The youngest person I've seen there was like 45. I don't think this is the place for me for like gym crushes. Better. It's
1: all 45 it's all,
0: year old. All big girly <laughs> men. I'm
1: not, uh, I'm not into that. Oh wait, no. She's the only girl in a in a world of just all gym dudes.
0: No, that was at my old gym.
1: Okay. And I got
0: kicked. Yeah, no, no. Okay, God, no.
1: okay, 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 okay.
0: Yeah, okay. no. That'd be nuts, though. That'd be yeah, dangerous. I was about
1: to say, I don't know, man. She might have a lot of Snapchats. If, like, gyms are horny.
0: <laughs> no, her, it's funny, though, because, like, everyone at my old gym would be like, oh, so-and-so's hot as fuck. And I'm like, yeah, she is. And they're like, oh, I would so fuck her. And I'm like, oh, cool, man. Like, that's... That's interesting Dude, that's to hear. How,
1: that's how it gets like it's so crazy to me because like okay, I'm legit the smallest guy at my gym, unless Candy Lee's watching this, um, or listening to this. Uh but like everybody in there is so fucking jacked and cut and stuff. But they all feel like they have so much to prove to every other guy. And it makes no sense to me. (laughs) Like, (laughs) zero sense to me. Like, legit. Like, you're fine. It's cool. You don't got to fucking walk in the locker room fucking talking about who you're banging tonight. Who you're fucking, like, use the fucking gym. I don't know. It's just it's weird, that mentality of, like. But, like, I feel like it specifically happens at the gym because your testosterone is so high. And dudes are just like yeah i gotta i gotta feel like a man right now
0: so i guess like that and like i worked there for a year and a half so all the members there are comfortable talking to me about that stuff i don't know but it's just yeah it's weird dude but the new gym i'm at you were saying like how you're the smallest person unless candy lee's watching or listening uh <laughs> my, <buddy>. new, my <laughs> new gym my new gym dude i'm legit the smallest person by like a mile because yeah. i went in there the other day for the second time and i went in there and there's a guy he was like legit bench pressing for an hour and a half he started off at like one plate and ended up having like four plates on it. he's just fucking repping it out and i was like because i was at like a beginner's gym i was at like a commercial gym where beginners go and now i'm at a fucking yeah. powerlifting gym and it's like
1: oh it's a power gym or bodybuilding,
0: bodybuilding, yeah. but there's powerlifters that come through. It's like I don't know. It's just rough being this because I at my yeah. old gym. At my old gym, I was like somewhat normal, like when it came to size. But then I go there and I'm like a fucking peasant to them. Mm. Like everybody's like That's squatting like, like
1: three plates. Yep, I feel like I'm finally getting to a point where like the smaller guys at the gym, I'm I'm about almost there. You know, like I'm working my way up. I I feel like since you know on indie shows and stuff you kind of start off and like the pre-show matches and stuff you gotta work your way up you're kind of like used to that like I'm like I feel like you know like the young boy at the gym right now yeah like, yeah I'll get there no
0: I what's it called the thing that like this is gonna sound so stupid but whenever I what's it called like when I got kicked from the gym dude like I was like legitimately upset like I was like upset not pissed but upset because like I've been going to that gym. I worked there for a year and a half and I've been working out for a year now. And it's just That's like, like two, it. two years of like all these people that, I used, that I've seen every day for the past two years. Now I don't see them at all anymore. It's mm-hmm. like graduating high school almost. And like my last night working out there, I won't forget this. My last night working out there, I had one of the biggest dudes in there. I was like, hey dude, can you spot me real quick? And like, I finished the bench press and he was like, all right, man, here's some advice. Gave me a bunch of fucking like, weird advice like telling me not to uh hold my hand a certain way I don't know and he's like but you're getting big dude I remember when you first started working out like a year ago you were you were small now you're huge and then like I was like all right cool man and then I started doing other exercises and other people were coming up to me like dude you're getting big you're getting big so like I finally reached that point in the gym to where everybody was noticing my progress and then it's just now I'm back down to the beginning I was like son of a bitch dude but like, it now sucks.
1: You, you gotta be bigger than the bodybuilders.
0: No, dude, like... <laughs> so, like, I'm trying to get into powerlifting, but like, after seeing these motherfuckers been dressed like fucking five plates, I'm like, you know what, man? I, I don't know if this yeah. shit's forming anymore. Like, I mean, I'm still gonna lift, but I don't know if I can do powerlifting after seeing all Dark,
1: that. I fucking... There's... I, I'm just now getting to a point, because I've been going to the gym for, like, a little over a year. I'm finally at a point where I, like, like i really enjoy going to the gym but for a while like i'm i'm the kind of person that like goes for like two or three days and then like a day or two passes where i'm just like it's kind of like rocky for like the past like month or two especially like when i have like shows that i know are like a month or two in advance and like i know it's like a high profile match like i'm motivated to gym but like I hate so much that I'm in the fucking wrestling business because I fucking don't want the responsibility of being in shape (laughs) at all. Like, I fucking... I'm skinny by nature. I fucking hate eating for some reason. Like, I eat, but, like, I don't like eating fucking five meals a day and, like, all the fucking bullshit that comes with getting bigger. Like, it's a fucking pain in the ass. Do you take any supplements? I take creatine. And just like pre-workout protein yeah. and protein, whatnot, but yeah, that's only Same. supplements. I go,
0: I'll go into like my supplement store here, and mm-hmm. I'll be like, I'll go in there, and they'll like try selling me on all this shit that all the bodybuilders take, and I'm like, that's like two hundred extra dollars a month that they have. To yeah,
1: pay. yeah, it's crazy. On top of all the, fucking, yeah, and all the food they have to fucking like, and all the time that it takes to cook food i hate cooking i hate cooking i hate cleaning i'm a fucking lazy piece of shit i don't like doing it i don't want to do it so like it's fucking hard it's not it's not easy
0: the crazy thing to me dude for how big i've gotten the past year like i haven't even gotten big i've just gotten more muscle i guess because i'm dirty bulking like i'll admit that like i'm not bulking i'm dirty bulking which is just eating like shit and working out and getting big somehow and like it's just. People are like, oh, so what's your diet? And I was like, honestly, dude, like, when I leave the gym, I nine times out of ten go get fucking McDonald's. Like, I'm Mm -hmm. not going to lie, dude. Like, I'm a a horrible diet. Like, I'm horrible with my diet. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just weird. I don't get how the people can – because I tried doing the diet for about a week, and then I quit. I was like, I can't do this. Like, I – I ate Dude, chicken and rice for a week straight, never again. That shit was horrible.
1: not good. I hate fucking chicken and rice. I eat brown rice, like, almost every fucking night, and I hate it. I don't like the taste of it. I, I feel like halfway through eating my dinner, I'm like, why am I so fucking chewing? And I, I, yeah, it takes forever for me to do it. I only do it because, like, I'm... I feel okay. You, you. I'm gonna get real like egotistical and fucking whatever right now, but like I feel like my thing, like I have nice hair, but like I don't want to just be the nice hair guy. Like I feel like I got to be pretty all around. You, so like I'm going for like pretty muscles, but pretty muscles is the fucking diet. It's the fucking like devoting it all to gym and all that stuff. Which like I like sixty percent sixty percent do, but that sixty percent is not fun. No, God no. It's I don't know.
0: Uh but I'm glad you brought up the hair because now we're gonna get into the fan ass questions since uh, everyone started asking all sorts of questions on this.
1: I I sent it to like two of my group chats and said shit post and just because I, I don't know, I wanted to make it fun.
0: Let me find the tweet. Okay, Brendan asks. Ceiling fan two hundred asks. He goes. My questions for Josh Fuller are: favorite Sheamus match? We'll start off with that. What's your famous Sheamus
1: match? My favorite Sheamus match is he had that one with Big Show. You remember it? It was on a pay per view. It was the or... giant chair match. Wait, no, I might be getting, there's a Mark Henry Big Show pay-per-view match, too, that was really good. Was that the really good one, or was it a Sheamus match?
0: The, I don't know. The Mark Henry Big Show one ended with the ring exploding.
1: Oh, yeah, not that Sheamus
0: one. Sheamus and Big Show had a chairs match where Big Show grabbed a giant chair, and that's when Daniel Bryan cashed
1: in. Not that one.
0: I'm trying to think, because I think I know what you're talking about, because I can remember them having a, a good match.
1: There's, I don't know exactly what match it was, but I think it's that one. Besides that, I mean, I think him and Drew had like a good Raw match. I watched Raw for the first time, like ever a few months ago, just once. Never again.
0: Oh, yeah,
1: wait, yeah. no, can you keep me saying never again? Uh, oh, whatever, I don't have anything. To
0: Are you going this. to Vegas in August?
1: <laughs> I'm going to Vegas, but just for the crap out show. <laughs> <laughs> Just, just for the grab house show, um, yeah, Sheamus. I don't know. I don't know. I guess Sheamus big show if that match happens. My guess. Brandon, I'm sorry. Your favorite Fortnite dance. Um. So I don't have like V Bucks or anything. So my the only one I like is the one that's free. And it's like weird. It's like some kind of like arm thing, but it's the free one. You know the one.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I
1: don't know if you play Fortnite, but the free one.
0: Yeah, the default one.
1: Yeah, that one.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know exactly hey. which one you're talking about. I haven't played since like last year, and before that, it was like I just years started
1: play- prior. I, every time I play Fortnite, I feel very bad because I feel like such a fucking loser. But counterpoint. It's really fucking fun. It's
0: fun. It's just when you start losing, you hate it.
1: Yeah, Could
0: like be- a year, or yeah, like last March, right when the uh, whole pandemic started, when quarantine first started, me and my uh, girl best friend, who I had a crush on at the time, would play Fortnite for like hours at a time because she liked playing Fortnite. It was weird. And we would play Fortnite all night. And we always would get, like, top two, top three in duos. But then one of us would always end up choking. And then I just randomly out of nowhere made her quit playing. And she like, she's like, she's I can't stand this anymore. And I was like, all right, good, me either.
1: <laughs>
0: Brendan also has two more questions. Uh, we'll save the one that I want to ask for last. This one is, do you know who Brendan is?
1: Um frugal lives in his basement um that that's my answer
0: okay and then he said f Mary kill the three stooges he didn't imply what f meant so you can substitute the f for whatever you want it to be
1: um i'm trying to think of verbs for f can you think of some
0: the only one i can think of is like
1: Oh, i'm gonna i'm gonna fight fight, I'm fight curly because he gives a bad rep to the curly people because his curls weren't even that great um oh, no. mo i'm gonna mary because i remember his name and then i don't remember what the other one was who's the other one Do you know yeah that's kill, from
0: like 70 years ago
1: kill that guy one of them's Will Sasso or yeah, Will Sasso. Right? They redid it. I don't know.
0: Oh, they did remake it. Dropkick Lariat asks, what was it like wrestling hornswoggle?
1: Wrestling Hornswoggle was like my favorite match I've ever had. I haven't had I honestly I haven't been wrestling that long. So, you know, I haven't really had yeah, I that forgot
0: many- to ask that horrible wrestling podcast.
1: <laughs> it's not a wrestling podcast, right? Um. Anyway, yeah, it was it was everything, man. Like, I was very very nervous going into it because I was like, it, it was my first shot in Nova Pro Wrestling, which was a, like a really big company at the time. Promoter got canceled, shit fucking sunk, um. But at the time, it was, like, a top 10 indie in the U.S. And I'd been, like, doing pre-shows and, like, setting up for, like, ever since I was a kid. And, like, finally they gave me something. um, And it was against Hornswoggle. I was shit myself. It was on the main card and stuff. And then we did it. And, like, the match went really, really great just because everybody was really drunk so and i had like some silly spots planned and whatnot and like we legit called the match in like five minutes and okay I, but what's weird is like usually like if i call a match in five minutes i'm shitting myself like I, i'm the kind of person that's just go over it, go over it, go over it, go over it and for some reason like we called it in five minutes and i was like yeah this is easy we can do it and we did it and then i came to the back and he was like i fucking love you, man. He fucking gave me a big hub. He's like, we fucking killed it. We're going to do it again for WrestleMania weekend and blah, blah, blah. And I was I was supposed to wrestle him in a WLC match, WrestleMania weekend, but Nova Pro went under and then I got injured for like two years. So that didn't happen, but like yeah, it, it was craziest moment of my life up to that point for sure.
0: That's awesome. That's actually badass. Like well, okay, so I say this isn't a wrestling podcast, but I have two questions. One, so like, if you want to answer this, you don't have to. But when yeah, like a promoter, when a promoter messages you for a booking or whatever, do they usually say, "Hey, are you available this day?" If so, and then like, do they tell you who you're wrestling that night, or do they like wait a few weeks to tell you that? It,
1: it really depends. Um, for like, the Hornswoggle one, let's. Oh, for the Hornswoggle one, I was so like i was already like a regular on nova pro um i just made my way to the main card i did like two matches, but it was just against like people i trained with because we were all kind of coming up on nova pro as like the local guys for like like fucking no actually we all fucking worked for free and he didn't pay fucking anybody but anyway um yeah it's it's 1 a.m i'm fucking ranting (laughs) um but yeah so we just only wrestled people on our level and like we were the first or second match like we didn't really have anything crazy uh and then so it was the first big match he just messaged me randomly one day and he's like you're wrestling horns for me on this date and I was like what the fuck okay cool that's how that
0: And then the second question is You said that's your biggest match. Have you faced any other, like, names? I guess you could call it like any big names.
1: I was, I mean, honestly, I, my memory's so shit. I've had so many concussions. Uh, i was in like a four-way with warhorse i guess i don't know because like I, I was getting into my stride when i was like about to kind of do things like right after the Swoggle thing i was supposed to go into like a tag team turned feud with marco stunt and nova yeah. and then he got signed and again i got injured and yada 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 but like in a way, like, this kind of is, like, still me breaking into the wrestling business. Like, I didn't really have that many matches and whatnot when I started. So, I guess was definitely the only person, like, in that caliber I can think off off the top of my head.
0: Yeah. Speaking of your head, Christina Death asks, why is his hair so perfect?
1: <laughs> I have a whole routine, man. I spend way too much money on hair products. I spend way too much time in the shower. I make my grandparents really, really mad. Uh, And I'm just a fucking prima donna, dude. That's really it. I comb my hair out. Um, If you you need the the curl routine, if you're a curly person, you can always DM me. I'll hook you up. But it's, it's a lot of products. It's a whole lot of stuff.
0: Alright, alright. Speaking of your hair, Tasteless1 asks, when is the hair versus hair match between you and Jody? Never. If it happens... Actually, it...
1: let's do it, and I want to beat him, because do you remember when Jody had, like, a, a pink skinhead? Yeah, it was yeah. Really funny. We're going to go back to that. I, I say, get...
0: if it happens, and, like, say it happens or whatever, say he has it happen at Gramp House or whatever. And he okay. does the typical promoter shit where he puts himself over. Yeah. I say you shoot on him.
1: Oh, I'll shoot on him fucking without a match.
0: Well yeah, but like in a hair versus hair match and if he's like Here's to thing. put himself over.
1: I'm not very confident I could beat Jody in a fake fight, but I think I could beat him in a real fight.
0: Well yeah when he when it comes to fake fighting he's reckless yeah. and dangerous. No, no.
1: Yeah, he's gonna beat me in a fake fight, but
0: just refuse to get your hair cut.
1: Oh, well, to be honest, I've turned down hair versus hair matches like three or four times. Like I I had a promoter offer me, he's like, just name a price and we'll fucking make it happen for for hair versus hair. And I said no. <laughs> Cause I was like, oh, I'm terrified. Yeah. Like if, if I cut my hair and then it just doesn't come back the same way, or if I'm balding or something like my right, my life is ruined. It's not worth the money. I, um, even once, like before it was all this, it was like still curly and like nice, but it was like short. I was just figuring it out for the first time. I did a show in West Virginia and I was 17 and I got offered to have my hair cut by Bruce, the barber beefcake. And I said, fuck no was Damn. cool. And then, and like, legit, like, everybody in the locker room was, like, trying to peer pressure me. And then MVP came up and was like, man, he's got, like, 10 years left with that hair. Let him have it. And everybody backed off. That's so, cool, at
0: least, that he, like, came up the bat for you. That's badass. That's cool. That's real cool. No, uh I, I don't get hair versus hair. We actually did that in the fucking backyard, which I thought was fucking corny <laughs> as hell. <laughs> like we did it and we like shaved his head at ringside and everything it was so fucking weird but he had like he had long ass hair that he was growing for years and like he wanted to get it cut and he's like well let's do a hair versus hair match i'm like you can just fucking go to the fucking barber and $20 dude like it's not that it's not that deep it, it, that was so weird i can go on and on about backyard wrestling uh mike burke asks how does it feel to be known as the come shirt guy
1: it's fucking weird being a cum shirt guy. I'm going to be honest. I bought the AJ Styles cum shirt. I was like, some people will find this funny. Some people will understand the lore of the AJ Styles cum shirt. And then I didn't want to do it. I legit was not going to do it. I packed it in my bag just in case. Right before I walked out and made my entrance at that show, it was probably in Cold Party 3, um, I legit went up to like 20 people backstage and said, is me wearing the AJ Styles cum shirt a good bit? And everybody's like, no, it's fucking terrible. Don't do it. Like, literally, everybody said, don't fucking do it. And then Everett Connors tweeted me and said, I'm looking forward to Josh Fuller wearing the cum shirt tonight. Like, fuck it, I'll do it.
0: (laughs) Was that the uh, show that had uh, MV versus Jody? Yeah. Okay, that's what that's what I thought. That's what I thought. Those shows always fucking like I've I've only seen gifs of them because I'm a horrible wrestling fan. Like to this day, and I tell Jody this anytime I have like I've never seen a single one of his matches yet. He's like,
1: <laughs> Me neither. he's still
0: my favorite, but I've never like I just can't sit down and watch wrestling if it's already happened. I can't yeah. go back and rewatch it. It's just I don't got time for that. I'd rather like watch what culture ranked the top 15 wrestlemania main yeah. event or something i don't fucking know
1: i get it. It, it no but like going back to the culture thing it's weird because like i think i kind of put myself in a position now where everybody just wants to tweet me about come and like i uh, i'm wrestling sandra moon for graph house in august and like i was like yeah let me try to build up some kind of serious thing and legit like i put out a serious tweet everybody's replies like come 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 we want to Come versus come versus title, come blah, blah,
0: blah. I'm like, oh my God. I'm
1: upset.
0: I'm upset you didn't like my tweet that I retweeted whenever you said, is this gonna be the first come versus title match? And mm-hmm. I retweeted it.
1: And, and then I said,
0: I, Paige already did that with the next Women's title. And it got no steam, dude. Like nobody liked it or anything. I was like, tough crowd,
1: huh? <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna be honest, the second someone said something about the coming the title that's really where my mind went to and i tried so hard not to tweet it and, and then you and i remember just being like mm, not gonna touch it but it's
0: like, <laughs> like how people win the fucking title they do the cm punk thing where they put it in the fucking fridge i pray to god no one ever bro, does what Paige bro, did
1: bro, 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 okay wait no piggybacking off that so I won this really crappy little training title that we used to have. We used to do training shows like once a week. And, but it was just like, it wasn't shows. It was just like at our training, we'd have matches at the end and yeah, we'd yeah. make top student or whatever. So I won that title. And then that night I was like 16. So I was like, Oh, this is the coolest thing ever. I have a title. I'm like, I can actually bring it home. It was, like, it's really like small one, like made at a trophy shop for like fucking 80 bucks and I, um, I put it in the fridge, like CM Punk, because I thought, you know, it would be funny. I put it on Facebook, okay, legit, my, like that night, because I, I forgot my crowd this is going back to Twitter versus Facebook. Facebook is filled with all these fucking like middle-aged men who don't understand social media, so everybody's just like, "You're fucking disrespecting the business. You're putting a title in a fridge. <laughs> but, <laughs> is that what that title's meant for you? Fucking, you win your first championship and you put it in a fucking fridge." I was like, "It's just, CM Punk did it. I thought it was funny." <laughs> yeah,
0: hopefully, they don't know what Paige did to the women's title. They'll yeah. fucking they'll uh, lose their mind. I haven't nope.
1: done.
0: No, he said you haven't done that. <laughs> no,
1: just yeah, just just on a shirt.
0: Uh, I demand to be taken seriously. asks Remove kebab or remove boiled ribs.
1: Remove boiled ribs. Cramp. Okay, can I? I'm gonna get into this. Uh, yeah, my grandfather, Fast Eddie. If you're watching this, listening to this, please click off for a second. You made some fucking trash ribs the other night, bro. They were so fucking bad. They were so bad. My grandpa, bless his heart, once a week, he puts, like, whatever random meat in a fucking crock pot. And I found out yesterday he put ribs in a crock pot with just chicken broth. And what – I'll send you the picture of the ribs. But what came out was just these, like, wrinkly, bland fucking ribs with just fucking, like, no sauce, no nothing. Just And I, I had a bite of one, and I was like, and I had to throw it away. It was so bad. It was so, so bad. But, yeah, remove the boiled ribs. They're not good. Sorry, Fast Eddie. He made, um the next night, he made way better ribs to make up for it
0: my grandma she used to be she doesn't even know how to work her phone so i don't have to worry about her listening uh if you are listening grandma i'm proud that you're improving in technology but she used to be an amazing cook but now she's like absolute fucking dog piss at it And any holiday that we go to like when we go to uh her house for like thanksgiving easter all of that i literally eat before i go just so i can say i'm not hungry because like She'll she'll make the on Thanksgiving but
1: that sucks.
0: Dude, well, thankfully I can go to like somebody else's house before hers, and I'll be like, "Oh, I just had a plate over at so and so, sorry." But like her turkey, she'll make her turkey and ham, and it'll be so goddamn dry to the point yeah. to where like she doesn't have her dog anymore because it fucking passed away. Rest in peace, Izzy. But like we would literally like we'd be like, "Izzy, come here," and we would just like drop the fucking plate on the ground, and the yeah. dog would have a heyday. But, like, she sucks, dude. Like, I think we just have, like, (laughs) telling old people that they suck at cooking. Yeah.
1: My grandpa knows that I don't like his cooking, and I I feel really bad, but, like, I've legit had to have, like, an intervention with him over, like, we can't eat this fucking crock pot meat. My grandma doesn't even like it. Like, my, like, no, like, legit, no one likes it, man. Drop the fucking ribs. Drop the crock pot. Did you see the picture that I sent you? Yeah,
0: I, I just... Seen it. That's horrible. Yeah. That's. Yeah. That's not good. What the hell? All right. Garrett Neodonna, I think is how you are. Barnett Neodonna, my bad. Asked, what do you think about mochas? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Does he like.
0: And then here, uh, somebody's reply to it was great footwear.
1: Is it shoes?
0: I'm assuming. I thought they meant the coffee.
1: Uh, Yeah, I don't know about mocha shoes, so I'm just going to answer the coffee. Um, I like to spice it up with mocha every now and then. I'm a vanilla guy when it comes to coffee. I do like my coffee in the morning, but I, I always go vanilla. But every now and then, I'll get one of those little mocha Starbucks frappuccinos. So not a big like chocolate guy though. I don't, I don't love chocolate.
0: I have a coffee story. When I worked at the gym, I can drink pre-workout. Mind you, I can drink, I will take two scoops of pre-workout and drink an energy drink right after and be completely fine. But like I drink a Starbucks coffee like a year ago for the first time. And that should should give me so much anxiety. Like I forgot what it was dude, I don't know what, I guess it was like caffeine overload, but it gave me so much anxiety to the point really? where like I was, I was at work and I like literally like walked to the back to the tanning area and told my one friend and I was like, hey, I'm standing back here with you. Like I'm having a horrible anxiety attack. This is fucking stupid. I don't like this. She's like, all right, well, you have to go back up front now. And I was like, all right, after like 10 minutes, I'm like, all right, fine, let's calm down. And I'm sitting there just by myself just trying to like peacefully calm down and I'm just like sitting there. And I'm like, all right, calm down, Jacob. And this one kid there who, like, no disrespect to him at all. He was slow. I don't, like, I'm sorry to him. Like, I'm not trying to be rude about him. This, is, this isn't his fault. He comes up to me and he goes, if you were a superhero, what would your superpower be? And I'm just, like, staring at him. And I was like, I couldn't answer because one, my brain's racing a hundred miles per hour. And I'm just trying to think how I'm going to quit having an anxiety attack in the middle of work because I drink a coffee. And like, it, it was just a whole deal. And I was just like sitting there. And I like finally just like after sitting there, 10 seconds of silence, I looked at him and I said, I don't believe in superheroes. And just like walked away.
1: Oh, you're terrible. And
0: then like, I, I, like I said, I felt bad. So I like went back up to him like 20 minutes later after I calmed down finally. And I was like, Hey bro sorry if I came off real earlier, I was just having a very, very bad time. And then I told him it would be to be invisible. Because mm. that would be fun. That'd be real
1: fun to be invisible. I feel like I'd feel like a creep if I was invisible, though. I would like use it I, for I feel, some reasons. Well, I mean, same, but, like, even so, like, people don't know you exist wherever you are. Like, okay, yeah. like, be honest okay like what are the chances you get invisible and you're like i'm gonna steal some flowers and give it to a nice old lady and they're just gonna appear in front of her like no because then she's gonna fucking have a heart attack because some creepy invisible something just teleported flowers to her like there's no scenario where you're invisible where you're not a creepy pervert in my opinion
0: what is the nicest thing you've done for an old person? That This is my question that I would comment. What's the nicest thing that you've done for an old person?
1: That's a besides,
0: be, besides eat your grandpa's food. Because that's a lot of generosity.
1: Terrible question. You should, I mean, not a terrible question, but you should start saying this to everybody because it really puts somebody on the spot.
0: <laughs> Great headline too. I can yeah. make the title of this podcast. Start, Josh yeah. Fuller yeah. helped old lady walk <laughs> across the street.
1: <laughs> um. Fuck, fuck. So, dude, I'm like, my heart's fucking racing right now. <laughs> like, what have I done for old people? <laughs> um, Josh Fuller says he's never done anything nice for. Uh, oh, I've for, uh, definitely uh, done good people. things for old people. I'm a very nice young man. Um, I'll send this to Sean Rolsef, by can- the way. Okay, only thing that comes to my mind. Mo- oh, I fixed my grandfather's arthritis because I gave him CBD cream. That's, that, that's generous, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was a miracle for him. He hated his life, and now he has CBD. Okay. Anyways, okay. you were
0: saying the nicest thing you have done for an old person was gave your grandpa CBD cream?
1: Yeah, to my knowledge, the first thing that can come up in my brain
0: okay okay i mean that is generous very nice and then the last question that was asked by somebody was candy and she asked why are you so
1: candy i am because i am and if you are so then you are
0: i hate that she asked that because about five minutes before she asked that she said she was
1: done with that yeah, yeah. No, Dude, that fucking has been confusing me all day. Like, she's like, she's going on all these tangents about, oh, I don't do this bit, I don't do this bit. And then every other tweet is still the bit. Like, do the well, bit, don't do the bit. Whenever
0: I, what's it called, uh, had her on, she was speaking full sentences and all of that. And I was like, all right, cool. And then I asked her, I was like, so why do you on uh, Twitter, why do you not finish your sentences? And she fucking got me, dude. She goes, I do it because, and I was just sitting there and I was like, Fucking uh, uh, and then she she was like she was like she started laughing and i was like oh i can't fucking stand you i was like i cannot fucking stand you right now i was like i can't believe you just got me i was so annoyed but her episode was my second favorite now because this one's probably gonna be my favorite because it's just so fun. Cool. it's fun but mainly because after when me and her were done recording i like ended the meeting or whatever And then I was like, all right, just give it a few seconds so it can save and all that. And then Mina had, like, a 30-minute conversation afterwards where she was just, like, asking about me. And it was, like, the coolest thing ever, just having, like, the guests, like, want to be there, I guess, where I feel like some other times I had them on, I'm just like, yeah, sure, I guess. Mm -hmm. Like, here, I'm going to shoot real quick. Uh, The fucking Walmart wrestler, bud. Yeah. (laughs) That pissed
1: me off. That pissed
0: me (laughs) off. And I like blurred the lines about it on Twitter. But here's the full fucking story right now. I'm fucking shooting on him. I don't care if he doesn't come on again because I don't even fucking want him on anymore. Was it two of them? What? I only only asked the one with the long red hair because that's the only one I know on Twitter. I don't know how to get in contact with the other. Sunday night, I think it was. I messaged him. I said, Hey, is me and him are at the same time. Like we're in different time zones, but we have the same time. I was like, Hey dude, Tuesday at 4.00 PM. Well, I asked him about the podcast. He said, yeah, he was down. And he goes, uh, Tuesday at four o'clock that worked. I ended up going to the gym at like two on Tuesday. And I was like, I was like, Hey, actually, can we push it off until 6.00 PM? He goes, yeah, sure, man. Six o'clock comes around and I message him and I'm like, Hey, just got back from the gym. Uh, are you down to are you down to um record? Are you are you down? I'll send you the link. And he goes, Here, hold on. I'm gonna go write a bull real quick. And I was like, all right. So I started getting skeptical right then and there. And I said, all right, bet, just let me know.
1: Mechanical? Ago,
0: I don't he lives in Texas, so it very well could have been like a real bull. But <laughs> two hours go by and I text and I said, Hey, when are you gonna be when are, when are you gonna be free? Or when are you going to be ready no reply two, like it's been over 24 hours no reply yeah. still i'm just like come on bro because one that just shows that you weren't even for real like down to record which kind of upsets me and two i planned this shit like i planned this shit around my day like i could have been kissing a girl or something i don't know like probably not yeah. but like, i'd like to say i could have been yeah. but like he, I just felt like I, was, I wasted my time and I felt like I would have been wasting his in the long run because it he made it apparent he didn't want to be on it. But if I find out that he's like on some other talk show riding a bull.
1: So like when I started wrestling, in wrestling, you get asked to do a lot of podcasts. And like, when I started, I was like, yeah, I love podcasts. because I've always listened to podcasts. I had a podcast when I was like, right before I started wrestling with my buddies, and like we interviewed like Shane Strickland and like um, like Alistair Black and like just some like, Mike Bailey, like really cool people. And like, I just I've always been like a podcast guy. So like when I got into wrestling, every time I got asked to do podcasts, I was like, fuck yeah, fuck yeah, fuck yeah. Then like shit went on with me, blah, blah, blah. And then like, I think after doing it, you get a lot of the exact same podcasts. So like it comes to a point sometimes where you're like, eh, I don't really want to do it. Um, I I really wanted to be on your podcast and I, I bit my tongue not asking to be on your podcast. Cause I, for some reason after you did the one with ever Connors and Jody, I was like, I, I wish I was on that. And then I was like, I have a feeling he's going to hit me up and ask me to be on his podcast. But I'm not going to ask yet. And then you did it like, like two days after I, I got that inclination. It was just
0: so it, meant to be. It's funny you say that, dude, because I've heard a lot of people say that before. Like whenever um, I randomly join spaces and just listen, and like I'm not trying to to my own horn, but I'm gonna because I deserve it. Yeah. But like, I joined a space like last week. It was Jay Rose's. It was the No Hook one last week, and I joined mm-hmm. a space. And like, as soon as he seen my name, he's like, "Oh shit, your boy's Quince is in here. Everyone go listen to his podcast." Blah, blah, blah. I and mean, then he made like a funny joke. He's like, he's had, he has independent wrestlers on it and independent wrestling people on it, but he's never had me on it. I was like, oh, uh, fuck, J-Rills wants to be on my podcast now. I was like, that's cool. And then I've had like, I've had other people message me asking to be on. It's just, it's cool. Like, I don't yeah. know how other podcast hosts are, but me personally, I love it when people message me. Like Deshaun cents who I just had on this week, who I'm going to be uploading next week told me, like, he commented, he's like, if you ever need me on, let me know. And I'm like, alright, bet. Like, it's just so cool, and, like, I appreciate that you said that you wanted to be on it, because my main thing is I try not to make this a wrestling podcast when I have wrestlers yeah. on, because, like you said, it's the same generic questions. When did like, you start? What the- made you start?
1: You, though, because you have people that are just, like, feel like they're confined in, like, the walls of, like, the stereotypical question, stereotypical answer. There's no genuine anything that comes out of that like
0: yeah like
1: that's like like, whatnot like they want just fucking chill well like in that it's just somebody
0: i just feel like wrestlers probably get annoyed being asked the same thing over and over again and i don't know how other people are when they listen to podcasts but i'm sure like if you look up like everett connor's podcast you've probably heard the same five questions asked to him or if you look up like candy lee podcast
1: start hearing that kind of shit you're like okay it's one of those fucking podcasts you know like you you don't when you listen to podcasts you don't you want to just feel like you're in the room with them chilling yeah
0: exactly exactly that's what i try to do like i tell people they ask me what my podcast is about or what it is and i just tell them i'm like my best uh, explanation for it is, it's like the Joe Rogan experience, only not like it's just at a lower standard because his podcast, from what I understand, is it's not the stereotypical outline of why'd you start wrestling, when'd you start, all of that. Yeah. Because I don't want to waste anybody's time, and like I had genuinely good questions for him. I was going to ask him like the gen- like questions like, uh, have they ever been kicked out of Walmart before? Or are they, like, getting permission for this stuff? Like, I was trying to get, like, answers that I've never seen asked before. And it's just because, one, I want to give people another platform. Because that's my main thing for this, is I want to give anybody a platform that say whatever they want. And just because I'm a mark and I like talking to wrestlers, I guess.
1: I mean, it's fine.
0: Well, like, it's I just... Get it. I'm, I'm glad that you, like, said that, though, because I felt... Okay, cool. I just got a text message or an email saying that it did save the last part of the recording. Did um, but like you were saying, like I love it when people what's call it called message me and want to be on, like and like I said, the fact that like rose was saying that, and then there's another Twitter user, your boy Alex CCK Alex, he's from Chicago. He's like even said he wants to be on, uh, salsa boy wanted to be on, Leroy, nasty Leroy, he messaged me and wanted to be on. And then, like...
1: The Leroy, the I feel like that's going to be a very good podcast. So Which one? Leroy.
0: Oh, I already uploaded
1: it. It was real. Like, his yeah. was really... I was,
0: like, not expecting it to go the way it did. I was expecting him to just do his bits where he's like, fuck CB, fuck David Ali. But, like, towards the end, he, like, just gave a giant motivational speech, which really made me start the whole Any Advice segment because he just went out of his way to do it. Like, out of nowhere, he was like, he said something like if you ever want to get into wrestling just look up any local schools do this he's like you don't know until you try like just gave a big ass speech and I was like holy shit and then like as much shit as I give Jody he was in a space with fucking Jimmy Lloyd and Jimmy was saying how he hates podcasts and Jody of all people was like oh uh my 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 friend Jake's in this space right now you should be on his podcast I hate podcasts but I love his and I was like Dude, like, if Jody ends up getting me in contact, like, to be able to get Jimmy Lloyd on my podcast, when Jimmy Lloyd says he hates podcasts, like, I just feel like I'm finally becoming known, I guess, getting clout for this, I guess, which is awesome. Because I hate using the word clout, but it's, like, atten- positive yeah. attention is what I'm I getting.
1: feel traction. That's a feeling. That's, like, a thing. Like, I, I, I understand it. And that's when you do your best is when you feel that traction.
0: Exactly. And like, I'm not going to lie. I wanted to quit this shit. Like in December is my last real Mm -hmm. episode. And then I forgot who commented, but somebody tagged like the Tiger Driver boys. And was like, oh, you should be on it. And then Jake was like, all right, I'm in it. I'm down. And I was like, oh, Mm -hmm. fuck the TD boys want to be on when Chris is open about hating podcasts. Like he's even said himself he hates doing his podcast he hates podcasts Mm -hmm. so the fact that they took time out of their days to be on like it's just oh no I feel like I'm I feel like I'm finally getting like known as like a respectful or respectable podcast Mm -hmm. which is badass to me
1: yeah and a fun podcast
0: exactly because back to the whole not being a wrestling thing like because I could have started this off and I could have been like So, uh, why'd you start wrestling? And it could have been a fucking 20-minute conversation that me and you both fucking hated. (laughs) Yeah. Instead, we talked about how we lost our virginity and how our first kisses went and how my love life's horrible. Like, it's just, I don't know. And, like, what's it called? It's just cool having people on that I interact with on Twitter. Like, because I don't know about you, but I don't consider half the people I interact on Twitter as, like, me being their fans. But I consider them, like, genuine friends. Like, it's
1: honestly so how. like i don't really like it's weird because like i'm a wrestler or whatever but like i don't even before i had that match at bcp i legit did not feel like a wrestler i legit just felt like something on twitter that was like friends with other twitter people and like i don't know like i feel like that line's always going to be blurred maybe like one day if I have, like, thousands of followers, my fucking phone's just blown up 24-7 and I hate Twitter, like, that'll be one thing. But, like, until that point, like, I don't know. Everybody just feels like – because, like, I, I follow people back. Like, I don't just follow wrestlers. Like, I follow just people. So it's, like, the people that I follow are, like, mutuals. Like, they're not just, like, fans, quote-unquote, because – chances are half the people that follow me that are fans have never fucking seen me wrestle to begin with so it's like what are you a fan of like my tweets okay we're friends then (laughs) like you were
0: actually the uh like i don't know how to like i don't know how to explain this but like the i what i'm trying to say is basically like when you randomly followed me because i think you followed me after my candy episode or whenever i was promoting that you like randomly followed me and i wasn't following you that's when i really knew that i had something going because i was like oh fuck a well-known wrestler is randomly following me and i was like all right all right so like thank you for that i guess i'm trying to be fucking all (laughs) sappy like that's fucking stupid um trying to think of an out-of-pocket question i can ask you to get off of wrestling and sappiness what's your favorite holiday or no, 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 backtrack. What's the worst thing you've done for an old person?
1: <laughs> Remember, I said my heart was beating, this is like my pulse now. Um, I think I've been that bad to old people. Um, can I just tell you like a funny old person story instead or something?
0: Yeah, because I have a funny story. <laughs>
1: I don't know why my mind just went to this. I was a young boy at a show in Pennsylvania when I was a kid. And like I was like supposed to be the security guard for like some heel or something, but I'm like this little fucking guy. Like I was like, I legit looked like I was 12 and I was in like a trainee like security shirt or whatever. And this bad guy heel is like carrying me. Not like, but he was like like grabbing me and like guarding me from people. So like the like the fans, they would like boo me and like they got on my face to stuff. It was the first time I was like in front of a crowd. I was like, what the fuck? And I look over and there's this couple. It's it was the cutest couple I've ever seen in my life. But they're both like 70, 80 years old. They just went together. They're sitting in the front row. They both have a tie like just like a regular tie, but it's around their head like a headband. It's a man and yeah. a woman. Just a tie around their headband, and they're both raising their canes at me right in my face. And I looked at them, and they're like, "Get out of here!" <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck?" I fucking love wrestling. This is cool.
0: <laughs> there is a old couple like that, at, not like that, but an old couple that goes to every show in St. Louis, and I love it. They go to every promotion that's around here, and mm-hmm. like being a regular fan at most of these, and I see them. I'm like, "That's fucking tight." Like,
1: I love I'm it like that. They- because you can tell they like feel like a kid again, like it, yeah, they're they just get wrapped in the world, like that's what it's all about.
0: Oh yeah, dude, my little brother, he uh, he like unfortunately doesn't watch wrestling anymore, which is sad because I got him into it, and I was hoping I would quit before him, but now I'm fucking stuck in this <laughs> shit. I guess <laughs> yeah, it's like fine. for life. I like, yeah, I'm fucked. Like I don't think there's any getting out now. I'm 22 and I have a podcast with wrestlers. I don't think I can just get away anymore. But he went to the He quit watching wrestling like a year ago full time. And he watches like the pay-per-views and takeovers. Like he's just a casual, I guess. But he just told me like it was so cool. Me and him are like playing UFC and randomly he goes, he goes, I want to go to a Glory Pro show with you again. I was like, that's Mm -hmm. tight. That like, because I feel like that's what independent wrestling should be. Like making people that aren't wrestling fans wrestling yeah. fans are making people that aren't wrestling fans anymore wrestling fans
1: again it's weird because it's like people talk shit about wrestling but the second they go to a show they have so much fun if you go to yeah. even if you go to a bad show like go shit on a show like it's fun Dude, <laughs> like, so much
0: fun like it's fucking I,
1: like deep entertainment like you're not gonna get that anywhere else
0: so my first like shindy was my first wrestling show i went to also know I'll never fucking forget this, dude. It was in, like, downtown St. Louis of all places, which really confused me on this, but it was the most, like, racist-ass crowd. It was, like, I was, like, 12, and I was, like, what the fuck am I seeing? Like, there was a fucking black wrestler in the ring, and this old white man goes, is that how you beat your wife? And I was just sitting there, and I was, like, what the fuck is happening? And, like, I legitimately watched this wrestler, like, get out of the ring and get in this dude's face, and I was, like, this this shit fucking rules like <laughs> I love shitty wrestling I went I've said this probably on two or three other episodes like this is gonna be the third episode in a row I've said this but I went to a shindy with my friend because he was on the show and I drove the fucking bum one away with him and the promoter came up to me and he's like hey kid you have me training and I was like oh fuck and I was like no uh... not not a bit man and he's like you want to be a ref tonight? And I was like, absolutely fucking not, dude. He's like, he's like, come on, man. I'll pay you in promo pics. And I was like, promo pics? Like, I was about to fucking. I was like, what, is this going to be my fucking, is this like the boyhood dream for me right now? He legitimately, referee
1: promo pictures for the future when you've never left in your life? That's,
0: that's what I said. Like, he offered me a shirt, but mind you, I was wearing fucking gym shorts. I was like, unless you're offering pants, also, which I highly doubt you have a pair. Of I
1: fucking pants. I guarantee he would have let you ref in gym shorts.
0: Oh, he would have. I know. Yeah. There's no doubt in my mind. But like the fact that one, after I told him no, he still asked.
1: Yeah. And
0: two, he was going to offer. There's me so much. many
1: fucking companies that like don't give a fuck about their refs. They literally just anybody in the world can fucking pop up and be a referee. Dude, and it really. No, like, people don't understand how much it fucking ruins your show when you have a bad ref. Because, like, if one person's overdoing something... I've had refs that, like, legit, like, during my entrance, if I'm a bad guy and, like, I give them, like, shit or something, they just fucking cut, like, these big-ass promos in front of a whole crowd. And, like, they just make it their own thing. And they fucking, like... Like, some refs, like... The perfect referee, what I've always heard, is... And, like, it's what I believe. The best referee is the one that you don't know that they're there. Like, they do such a good job. you're like, oh, shit, like, you were my ref? Like, that means you're doing your job because you're staying out of the way and getting everything that you need to do done. Like, that's what you do as a ref.
0: But No, exactly. Yeah,
1: like,
0: I like when refs get brought into storylines when appropriate. So, like, Nick Gage was at Anarchy a couple like a year ago or so. And he was having a match with somebody with the heel – in the heel, like what's it called? threw powder and the what's it called? Uh, engage Gage's face. Jeremy mm. White threw, like powder and Nick Gage's face or something like that. I forgot yeah. what it was. Or handcuffed him, and I forgot what the whole deal was. But the ref did something where he fucked up. And Nick Gage after the show like cut a promo. He's like, "Fuck the referee." If I see him in the parking lot, I'm like, "This is awesome." Like, cause uh, I dude, I, I saw I
1: do the exact same thing. It's really that I don't. <laughs> Have you,
0: uh,
1: we get real mad? What's up?
0: Have you seen, have you like been on a show with Nick Gage?
1: Gage? Yeah, I've been on, he was at Nova Pro a lot. And like every time that I saw him in the locker room, cause like, like he's so fucking intimidating, like just as an like an idea, but like legit, every time he came up to me, like, what's up, big dog? How you doing? Blah, blah, blah. And just gives you a big old hug and like fucking, I have a Nick Gage story. I, This one time I was offered the chance to smoke weed with Nick Gage and I wanted to do it so bad because like my friends went outside and did it and I wanted to do it so bad and I was like 18, 17, whatever. So I, he's like, right when we walk out, he's like, hey, can you give me, uh, can, can you give me some chew? I was like, sure. And my, I didn't have data that worked in the area and I fucking, uh, so like I had no Wi Fi. I legit in like, it was like, Korean town, and I was just running around different gas stations trying to find chew for age. And then I finally come back, and I don't think it was the one that he wanted. But I was like, he gave me five bucks, and you get him the right one. I gave it to him. He he looks at it. He gives me this fucking like really smug look at it, and he looks at me. I'm like, oh shit, and he's like, he's like pouches. And I was like, yeah, I'm sorry, man. It's all that they had. He's like. Hey, that's okay. Thank you, brother. <laughs> he fucking brings me in for a hug. Dude, my, my favorite
0: a... – oh, my bad. Go on.
1: No, it's fine. I was just saying he's the nicest guy.
0: My uh Nick – I have a couple because he used to come to Anarchy. There's a couple. One of them was – like during his match or whatever against Warhorse, like he did his whole spiel where he got out of the ring and he was like just getting hyped up with the crowd before the match or during the match or something. And he like turned around and I don't know, I'm a, I am hate hugging people. I'm a, like, I hate hugs, but Nick Gage turned around and I don't know why, but my instinct was like a hug and he grabbed me. He grabbed me, me in for the hug and he goes, oh, I fucking love you, man. And I was
1: like, I love you too. I love you too. Like, no, I, like, like you believe it. You believe it. Yeah. You're like, yeah. He, and I feel like he genuinely does love these people no exactly man like and like like i said i hate hugs but like
0: life when he called me big dog oh dude so i buy his cameos just because one i want to support him and two he's legit like my number one motivator for the gym like i the past year i've been dming him or uh what's it called uh buying his cameos for the gym like i messaged i got a cameo before i hit the gym he told me to get my ass in the gym he was like "You, you get your fucking ass in the gym pussy Go get in the gym pussy. And I was like, all right, yes, yes, sir. Yes, King. And then so like a couple months later, I messaged him or DM or bought his cameo, my bad. And was bought a cameo telling him my numbers. He's like, Fuck yeah, man, keep it up. And then another one I got telling him my numbers again. The last one I bought before today, which I'll get into. And I was like, Hey, I got my what's it called numbers up again. And he got a big old speech again. He's like, he's like, fuck yeah, Jacob. I fucking love you, man. Uh, if uh, I'm proud of your motivation, anytime you send me these cameos uh, about you lifting, it just motivates me. I'm going to go to the gym right now, man. I fucking love you, MDK, all fucking day. Shout, <laughs> big shout out to Jacob again, guys. Everybody shout out to Jacob. And I was like, holy shit, dude. And then at the end of it, he's like, and if I'm ever in your town, man, come kick it with me. And I will love to talk about lifting weights with you, man. I fucking love you. And I was like, dude, this is sick. And then I actually bought his cameo today. and. Well, they're probably gonna hear it at the beginning of this episode, but he did an intro for my fucking podcast.
1: Oh uh. dude,
0: he goes, uh the intro goes something like this. You, the viewers will listen to it at the beginning, but it's like he's like, Everybody, you go listen to a man in his podcast. That's a man in his podcast. If you don't go listen to that podcast, I'll put on my ski mask and I'll beat your fucking brains in until you listen. MDK all fucking day, man in his podcast. I'm like, I cannot fucking wait to use this.
1: It's freaking flips the switch to like it, I saw him at a merch table once and fucking I think he was like a heel at Nova at the time and somebody like this little kid or no I don't know if, it might have been like an old man I don't think it was a little kid I don't think he would have done to a little kid but it was like somebody but they come up to him and they're like looking at his stuff and but they're like they don't buy anything and he's like you gonna buy that and he's like no and he was just like "Better fucking walk away then <laughs> he's just like Dude, legit, like, looked down the ground, just like fucking skedaddled. Uh, and
0: I have a merch table. I have two. And I'll tell this one. And then I have a couple stories to tell you uh, when we are off the air because I don't want to say them on the air. This one is I've said this before. I went to an AAW show in Chicago and I went up to Moose and I was like, hey, man, can I get a picture? He's like $15. And I looked at him. And I said, no. I said, I'm not paying 15 for a picture, man. I don't got the money for that. And he's like, he's like, all right, man, appreciate the support anyway. So then I go right next to him to DJ Z. I was like, how much is this DVD? And he's like, 25. And I was like, all right, cool. And I bought this $25 D V D off of DJ Z. And Moose looks at me and he goes, Really, man? You just said you didn't have enough money. And I said, Let me rephrase that. I don't have enough money to get a picture with an impact wrestler, dude. I'm sorry and I just walked away, and, like, everyone around me was like, oh, shit. Because at the time, people he, was, he, was like, he wasn't even a champion, dude. I was pissed.
1: Also, like, I don't understand fucking making people pay to take a picture with you. Like, that's a fucking memory. Like, if it's, like, something hard copy, I get it, because that's, like, your merchandise, and that's something you're putting time and investment into, and you need money back, but, like, a fucking picture. I don't
0: know. Okay, so I just messaged you who the two stories are about, so you can okay. remind me when they're out <laughs> there, just in case I forget. Okay. Um. Uh, so basically, what's it called? No, like merch tables, dude. Like some of them can be like uh, Cole Cabana. I loved his merch table because he had the flyer. And it said, like, $5 for this, $10 for that. And then next to it, it said it said something like $25 for weed, but you have to meet me behind the building tonight.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, like, I don't know. I just, I don't buy merch as much. One, because, like, I just don't ever have money on me at shows. Yep. But um, I remember my favorite merch stand table, or merch stand, uh, like, moment was, eight or not ACH, um, AJ Gray and Jake Sumpkin just had a killer match at Glory Pro that really, like, put AJ on the map at Glory. And it was right before intermission. I remember everybody, like, ran to the merch tables to go meet Kylie Ray, But then AJ Gray, like, started walking to his table, and, like, everyone just, like, started staring at him and, like, gave him a clapping ovation. And that was the most tightest thing ever I've seen, dude. Like, everybody just, like, noticing his hey. hard work in that match. Let's say- Uh, But one thing I ask my guests at the end of each episode is if there's one piece of advice you could give to anybody, what would it be? Anything. Like, any advice. Like, it doesn't have to be for wrestling. It can just be, like, for life.
1: Um, Brush your tongue. Don't have a fucking disgusting white tongue. Keep mine brushed. I'm hoping if my tongue pops up. I'm scared I'm not going to put my tongue out because if it is white, I'm going to be really embarrassed, but brush your fucking tongue um i don't know man um this my advice goes out to you if there's this girl at the gym and 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 she's putting you in this friend gym bro zone you got to move on bro time to time to bounce back you're you're a fucking commodity you got a killer podcast now
0: I'm not going to lie, bro. Like, it's honestly a bit at this point, the whole gym crush thing. Because, like, yeah, like, she's cute. Yeah, I had a crush on her. But, like, I I, I genuinely have moved on. It's just a bit now. Yeah. Like, I don't want to call her, like, oh, girl at the gym. I'm going to, like, she can get a whole, she can have a whole ass husband and I'll still call her gym crush. But I just want to let that be known. Like, it's, I'm genuinely over her. It is a bit now.
1: Brush your tongue.
0: Brush your tongue and get over the gym crush. Uh, You want to let the people know where they can follow you and support you?
1: You can follow me, Josh Fuller PW on Twitter. Josh Fuller PW on Instagram more so because, like, I mean, like, Twitter's cool. Instagram, like, nobody follows me, but like people I don't talk to from middle school. And I'm tired of them being on my Instagram. So if you guys want to follow me, so I just see you guys instead, I would like that. Um, and then Brain Buster Tease is, is the link in my bio for both of those if you would like to buy a piece of merchandise.
0: All right, man. Uh, thanks for being on. Uh, it was a great time talking to you for, it looks like an hour.
1: looks two hours.
0: Yeah, I was going to say two hours. Oh, yeah. Okay. And the fact that we could carry on the conversation that long is amazing because... Usually I'd get bored after 20 minutes and wrap it up. But anyways, thanks for real for being on, man. Uh, Have a great night.
1: All right.